really hurt Auburn going instead of going down three a half, being down three, they were down ten. And it's just their offense just couldn't get going against a pretty good Georgia team on the road. So firing your coach because of that, all it does is, and I'll bring Jason on in just a second. He's been through it as well. When you fire your coach, it just sets your program back for the most part, I think, Um, especially in recruiting. And with the early signing period right now, you let Josh Malzahn go, You've lost just about your entire those, – those commits are not going to commit to Auburn in December, which they were going to because they don't know the coaching situation or maybe they're pissed off that Gus got fired. But they're maybe wait till February, and then all of a sudden you lose them. One thing I'll tell you about Gus Malzahn is year in and year out, he's a top ten recruiter, and that's big in this time. But I think the problem teams are having – they're not being patient enough with coaches. They're looking over there at Alabama, winning every game, winning championships. They're looking at Clemson. They're making the playoffs every year. It all works in cycles. And what I mean by that is Alabama's forever not going to be on top. Clemson's not. But if you're an Auburn fan, just be patient. And I'm talking to myself, too. Be patient. Be thankful you have a coach that's been there and built your program back up. Be thankful that you were alive to see a national championship. I mean, there's a lot of people listening to this show. They wish they could have won a national championship uh, just eight years ago. Auburn did that. Auburn played for one five years ago. So in eight years, Gus Malzahn has been involved in the championship game twice. And, Jason, I'll bring you on. And what I'm hearing is from some of the boosters up at Auburn, Gus Malzahn's tenure could be coming to an end. I think that's a big mistake if you let Gus Malzahn go. Yeah, it, it is a mistake. Um, you, you mentioned it. I guess Malzahn has won, um, been a part of two national title games. On one as an offense coordinator, beating my Ducks, and on the Florida State game, which that game could have gone either way. Um, Gus Malzahn has showed if he has a mobile quarterback, his offense is on. Unstoppable. Um, I, I think Gus is a good coach. Um, I don't think you could find anybody that could replace him and have success right away. Um, and when you turn over um, coaches like a um, like a doll, it really sets back your program a lot of years. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, it's it'd be different if Gus Malzahn couldn't recruit. The guy's recruiting top ten classes every year. I think what they need is a dual-threat quarterback, and they've got one of the best coming in. He, he is the real deal. And they need an offensive coordinator. I think if you get those two things in and be patient, you got to look. The whole offensive line is brand new, Jason. How many teams could lose an entire offensive line and an entire backfield and compete for a championship? Probably Alabama is probably the only one, right? Yeah, out of bounds. Probably the only one, and if if they did that, they probably would struggle to a degree. And I'm the biggest Auburn fan out there, and and I want to win too. I want I want championships. I want I want to do it, but I realize you can't do it every year, and it's it's a it's a process. And all these Auburn fans that are ignorant out there that. Every time Auburn loses, hell, even last week when they won, they were wanting in fire. So, I mean, these fans, if you don't beat somebody by 40 points every week, they want you fired. And it's just, it's unbelievable that people are out there, especially uh, the leadership of Auburn, are are wanting him gone. But just like you said, you mentioned, who are you going to bring in that could step right in and not miss a beat right now and take this, this team to the next level. I don't know. Maybe Jeff Brom would be somebody you could look at. Uh, maybe the coach from Troy. But, I mean, you're not getting a big name right now if you're Auburn because there are no, no big names out there, right? I mean, all the big names have, have jobs, and they seem very happy. Yeah, um, yeah. you, you talk about Jeff Brom, but he's going to be the number one candidate for Louisville, so – yeah, nobody wants to coach at that shithole. <laughs> Speaking of that, Jason, Bobby Petrino run out of Louisville. What did he lose, seven games in a row? 
seven or eight, what not? Yeah. Yeah, Louisville. I mean, what a see. He's a he's a flash in the pan kind of coach. He came and went. Never did anything. Never accomplished anything except riding off with a young girl on a motorcycle, having a wreck. And uh, that's really all he's known for, really. And what a jerk. Well, Do you think he, he gets a, a job somewhere else? I don't see it. I don't see him getting a job anywhere else. He he might have to go to the smartest school like he did before with Western Kentucky. But what's funny is that the news broke when Bobby Bruccino was doing his coaching the show of <laughs> the week. That's when the news broke. Okay. Well, well, what do you do? Get up and walk off? I I have no idea. I just saw a um, screenshot of it. Well, 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 he's got a contract, so they're gonna have to pay him through it. And um, and let's let's talk about a little college football that went down yesterday. What do you think? Oh yeah, let's do it. Well, it wasn't a good day for the Oregon Ducks. It wasn't a good day for the Auburn Tigers. We'll just go ahead and admit that. It sucks, but Jason, our teams are are struggling this year, and I would say kind of rebuilding, if you will. Uh, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, we're college we're college football fans. We love the game. We respect the game of football. And you know, the Ducks will be back. The Auburn Tigers will be back. I promise you. It's just it's coming. It's coming soon, sooner rather than later, right? Yeah, it, it is, and, and for me as a Ducks fan, yeah, we're going to go to a bowl, a bowl position won't, won't improve too much with a win or two, but I'm already looking forward to that open, opening weekend of next year when Oregon takes on Auburn. Yeah. Oh, damn, I don't want to play Oregon next, next year. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Where's that game being played at? Is it going to be in Dallas? Or, I think it is. Yeah, doubt it. Well, here's the deal. You you don't have a we don't have a quarterback, and I hope yours goes to the NFL. But if he comes back, we're in deep trouble. So we'll see. A lot can happen. But let's talk a little bit about how this is shaping out. West Virginia took care of TCU. I think West Virginia, in my opinion, is the only team that's got a shot. Uh, in the Big 12, if you watched Oklahoma last night, Jason, these guys gave up, what, 47 points or something to Oklahoma State, and the only reason they won is because Okie State went for two, didn't get it. Uh, but Oklahoma, would, if you're a committee member, do you feel comfortable putting them into the Final Four? No, I, no, I don't. That that defense is probably worse than last year. You talk about that Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, twelve hundred yards combined, <laughs> and it's it's really bad. I I like West Virginia just because I could trust them on the defense, but it's a big trouble defense. I don't trust that yeah. as much. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, if I'm a committee member, there is no team whatsoever from the Big Twelve Conference getting into this playoff. And you want to make it exciting. You want to you put Oklahoma or against Alabama or Clemson. They're going to give up 250 points, and and it's not even going to be funny. And Oklahoma, the way they throw the ball around in the Big 12, that's going to stop once you see an Alabama or Clemson front coming at you. You're not going to have time to look around for six seconds and throw it to wide open receivers. That's not going to happen. So. The Big 12 is out. Now, I will give you this. The Pac-12, if Washington State was to keep winning and beat Washington, who would they play in the Pac-12 title game? Um, well, it's not Arizona State controls the destiny. Okay. Okay, if you're the committee and Washington State finishes 12-1, and one, do you trust them to put them in? I, I, I like them better than – in the Oklahoma or West Virginia. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Central Florida gets by Navy by 11. They're nine and zero. But can we can we please quit talking about them getting up into the Final Four? Is that would that be okay with everyone on the show? 
if we never mention Central Florida being a playoff team again. I know Jonathan's not here right now to uh, talk about it, but are you in agreement with me, Jason, that Central Florida is not a Final Four team? Yeah, Central Florida, I I don't think this would be a top ten team. That that schedule uh, is awful. And somehow they got game day going there. Yes, Michigan State loses by 20 at home to Ohio State. The reason I bring this up, we got Michigan-Ohio State in a couple of weeks. Uh, The winner wins the division and plays in the Big Ten championship game against Northwestern. We'll talk about Northwestern in a few minutes. Who do you trust? Do you trust Ohio State or Michigan to to be in the Final Four? Do you not trust either one of them? I, I trust Michigan because I could trust Michigan's defense showing up. Um, Ohio State's defense has looked at the poor at times this season. And let's be honest, Jason, Michigan State is not the best offense in the world, right? Yeah, they they gave that game away. They had I think three turnovers. They had that safety as well. Two, a lot of mistakes on offense. Yeah, we talked earlier, Oklahoma 48, Oklahoma State 47. Oklahoma lives to fight another day. It looks like it's going to be Oklahoma, West Virginia in the champ. Well, hold on. Oklahoma's got to go to West Virginia, and there's an outside chance that Texas could get in there some way, but we know they're not going anywhere, so – I think the Big 12 and Pac-12 are eliminated to me as of today. I just I just can't put them in there. Iowa, with a chance to do something this year at home, they fall to Northwestern, Jason. Northwestern wins the division for the – I think they're playing in their first Big Ten championship game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it, it is the first Big Ten title game. Um Let's not forget Northwestern, um, when they played in Michigan, they had that 17 nothing lead on Michigan, and 20 points by Michigan, they had lost the game. Yeah. Yeah, Northwestern's a good team. They, they've they had a tough schedule. Played Notre Dame, Michigan, so they've had four losses, but they could be a thorn in the side in that championship game. I love their coach, so we'll see how that goes. Michigan took care of business 42-7, but – Let's talk a minute about Kentucky. They were uh, a top ten team two weeks ago. They get railroaded by Georgia. They turn around and go to Tennessee and lose twenty four to seven. Is Kentucky? I mean, what what happened to Kentucky, Jason? I thought they were well, world beaters now. Well, Kentucky's the fraud of the year. I would say uh, a couple of years ago, you had West Virginia system. Oh, they ended on six. We have teams every year just as a fraud. And I would have said Tennessee's coach should be coach of the year in the SEC. Well, if he beats Missouri or he beats Vanderbilt, he's going to a bowl. Um, Beating Auburn on the road was a good team at the time. Beating Kentucky like they did. They played tough against Alabama. Yeah, but the, you're right. I think Pruitt's done an amazing job at Tennessee. And, see, that's what I expected out of Auburn. I expected them to get better as the year went on, just like Tennessee's doing now. Uh, very proud of what Pruitt's been able to do at Tennessee. I think in two or three years you're going to have Tennessee back in a conversation of SEC East championship. But I think it's going to take a couple more years, don't you? Yeah, Um. Yeah, it's going to take a couple more years, but um, the good thing about Tennessee is standing the um, weaker part of the SEC and the um, East. Yeah. yeah, but they always play Alabama. Mm-hmm. Every year, every year, they have to play Bama. Let's talk real quick. Notre Dame takes care of Florida State, forty-two to thirteen. Looks like Willie Taggart is not going to a bowl at Florida State. What do you think? you think he can get a win? you think he can win two in a row? No, I don't. They they got a very physical team in the Boston Gardens this week. And I think that 40-year 
streak of going going boarding is over for the Noles. <laughs> yeah, poor Jonathan. He's he's having to suffer through it just like I'm suffering. But but there's a difference between being four and six and six and four. So Auburn went on the road last night, played Georgia, uh, 27-10. The play of the game. I don't know if you watched that game or not. It was let's see, 13 to 10 with about a few seconds left. Uh, fourth down and two, Georgia goes for it and hits uh, about a 40-yard pass for a touchdown to go up 10, and um, Auburn just couldn't respond, uh, couldn't have any consistency, too many three and outs. Georgia won 27-10, but, but Jason, Auburn didn't play terrible in that game. That game was, was pretty – I mean, Auburn controlled the first half, really, except for that last play. Uh, but then the second half, they held Georgia to one touchdown, but they couldn't put any together, any points. What do you think of Georgia in this game? Two weeks in a row, they, or they beat Florida, they beat Kentucky, they beat Auburn following that LSU loss. So is Georgia primed and ready to take on Alabama? I think they're going to have to be. I don't, I don't think they're ready to beat Alabama. When when Alabama's just on a different level, but um, once again yesterday against the Bulldogs, um, two got hurt once again with that knee. So how healthy is that knee for Tua? And you know what's coming up, and and I think you're right. Tua, he's got kind of an injury that's not going to heal up. The only time it'll probably heal up is the month after the SEC championship to the playoffs. And I think unless Alabama stumbles, stumbles their toe and stubs their toe and loses to Auburn in the Iron Bowl and then loses to Georgia, they're in the playoff. They can lose one game and they're still going to be in. But what happens to Alabama if two is in that game against Auburn? You know they've got a very physical defense, good front. What if they get in there on that knee a couple of times and knock him out to where he can't play against Georgia? What happens then? Well, it, it makes Alabama go to the backup, which is very less mobile than the two. And having a mobile quarterback versus a non-mobile quarterback is the world of difference for your offense. And and Alabama toyed with Mississippi State yesterday. They Mississippi State played very good defense. Alabama just toyed. They got up twenty-one nothing a half, and they just put it on cruise control. And I'll I'll tell you this. I have not seen in my life a team as good as Alabama is this year. That's that's the honest truth. And when you, when I tell you something like that about the team I hate more than anybody, uh, you got to listen to it. And I respect what Nick Saban does at Alabama. I respect he's a winner. But there's nobody in college football is ready to step up to them in a playoff environment and compete with them. Clemson is the number two team in the country, Jason. They may play a half, two and a half quarters, but Alabama is just too unstoppable. And if you look now, their defense has pitched two straight shutouts against ranked SEC opponents, something in this story franchise has never happened before. So give me your thoughts on Alabama's defense this time of year. They're playing at a level that nobody's really talking about, but you need to pay attention. Yeah, Alabama's defense is playing on another level. Um, um, yeah, they're, they're one of the greatest teams that I've seen. Um, we haven't seen a great team like this, like the early 2000 USC teams and those Miami teams in the early 2000s yeah. as well, too. Um, but I don't care who you are, but certain, giving them two shutouts, in this day and age, it's very hard to do. Yeah. If you can't score on Alabama, you can't beat them. You ain't beating them. Nope. So, yeah, you ain't beating them. I don't care if it's the, the third-string quarterback is good enough right now to beat whoever they play this weekend, Alabama and Georgia. You put the third-string quarterback in, he's good enough to get there. Is he? Are they good enough to beat Clemson? I don't know. In a playoff game without Tua? But with Jalen Hurts, I mean, you you saw last year what happened to Alabama. Their defense wasn't as good as it is this year, but 
they struggled against Georgia. So they need Tua healthy. And if that means sitting sitting Tua out the next two weeks, including the Iron Bowl, I think you do it. I mean, what do you think? You need him healthy. You give him three weeks off, he could come in there and really be healthy against Georgia. He doesn't need to play the Iron Bowl. I'm sorry. I'm an Auburn fan. It ain't happening this year. Uh, what do you think about resting Tua the rest of the way until the SEC championship game? Yeah, it's a, it's a very smart idea. Um, for one, they got the Senegal this week. Two, it doesn't have to play that. That's that's an easy game. Well, he will. He well, will play because they want the Heisman Trophy. They they want to give his they want those Heisman numbers, you know. Yeah, they they want those Heisman numbers, but um, I I think I think who's with. Um, Auburn would 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 beat Auburn. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just distracted by my TV. There's a fight going in the in NFL game. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't be distracted being the radio. <laughs> nope. And Tua doesn't Tua doesn't need to play, but they're gonna play him at least a quarter. That he's going to throw four touchdown passes, and then they're going to take him out and then get him ready for the Iron Bowl. But you could get hurt against Auburn. You come in there against Auburn and playing in a rivalry game like that, a team that has nothing to lose, I mean, who's to say you don't put a third stringer in there and take a couple shots on those knees like Mississippi State did? Yeah, it's, it's like using a bench play to foul track. You know, it's it's a it's a role play. Not really matter for the ball game. Just go out there and take a shot. But um, Auburn's defense is tough, anyways. So, too better to watch out. So. The problem with Auburn's defense is they're on the field eighty percent of the game, and they gave up two big runs last night. Um, you know, they're just tired, and the offense is not pulling their weight. Are carrying their weight. Yeah, you're right. Donald yeah. got hit out of bounds by Britt, and uh, Donald's ready to fight. And the problem is they're gonna they're gonna call they're gonna call a flag on Donald too. But if you hit me out of bounds after the game like that, after something late in the game, I'm gonna come after you too. So I don't believe in uh, offsetting penalties like that. I think the guy should be kicked out of the game. I just hate that. If you react to somebody cheap shotting you, then you get a flag too. Yeah, it's it's always the second guy that gets busted as well too, and I hate that as well too. Well, well, we're on the same page, man. We're on the same page. Well, let's talk about a big upset that happened yesterday. NC State at home, or was that yesterday or was it? Friday. That was Thursday night. Thursday um, NC night. State NC State's State at yeah. home. 27-23 to Wake Forest. They choked. And that's Thursday night you got to watch. And Syracuse, the team that's playing Notre Dame this week, ended Bobby Petrino's career, uh, beat him 54-23. to Did Florida State beat Louisville? Or did no? Uh, yeah, Florida State did beat Louisville. This year. Wow. And, uh, well, in college football, let's talk real quick about the the rankings right quick before we move on to the NFL. Uh, we got Alabama one in the AP poll, Clemson's number two, Notre Dame's number three, Michigan four, Georgia's up at five, Oklahoma six, West Virginia seven, Washington State eight, Ohio State nine. I don't know why. LSU still. How's LSU still in the top ten? Hell with LSU. Mm-hmm. Florida's still fifteenth. I don't get that. How is Texas thirteenth? Hold on a minute. I have Texas. I have no idea. I mean, Auburn was a three-loss team, right? And they were barely ranked. 
I mean, here's here. My God, Jason, I cannot believe they're this high. They lost to Maryland to start the year. They lose to Oklahoma State. They lose to West Virginia, and they're number twelve. What in the hell's going on with the polls? What is it going to take Texas to lose nine games for them to get out of the top twenty? Yeah, I don't know. The committee had them down at 19, and I'm not trying to bash uh, bash anybody, but Florida is very overranked. Texas is very overranked. Penn State is very overranked. And let me tell you another team that's overrated, Washington. Mm -hmm. Washington is overrated. So I I don't know. I I don't get it. I really don't get the luck that's for for Texas right now at 13. Jesus. I mean, it's it's just like I look at these polls and I wonder, what are they smoking here? But anyway, tell us about your Oregon Ducks last night. They lose to Utah. Utah was not a team that was – I don't think the committee had them ranked last week. They should be ranked this week. The AP's got them 21. Um, tell us about your Oregon Ducks and what they have remaining. Well, uh, for Oregon, they lost to Utah 32-25. Um, once again, for the third straight time on the road, Oregon just go in the first quarter. Um, Oregon just took too long to get going, and once they did, they got the lead in the fourth quarter, and Utah got five plays and um, scored the winning touchdown. That's up for Oregon. It's at um, Arizona State comes to Oregon, and we have the Civil War in the Cobalt after that. So what's your record right now? We are six and, six and four. Okay. What do you think you'll end up being, eight and four? Eight and four. We should be eight and four or seven and five. Man, that's a – that's a very good season considering what you had last year. But the biggest turnaround for Oregon is you got a quarterback that's healthy for the most part, and your defense has improved a lot. So those two things has really helped Oregon get to where they are right now. Yeah, for for sure. I, I'm looking forward to the future and um, Christopher's third or fourth year. Oregon should be. Right where we think they would be. Well, thank God you don't have Willie Taggart as a coach. Jeez. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of happy. I think Oregon's program is a lot better spot with Cristobal if um, Willie Taggart would have stayed. I think we might have a worse record than we have. I don't think we beat Washington with Willie Taggart at their home. You would have gotten beaten by 60 points if Willie Taggart would have been there. Yep. That, that guy, I cannot believe Florida State hired him as their coach. But just the Rams just beat the, the Seahawks 36-31. We're going to talk some NFL football real quick. Um, a lot of good games today. Uh, let's start off, Jason, the, the New England Patriots go on the road to the Titans and get skull drug 34 to 10. The Titans take them in the backyard, spank them, pull their pants down, and the Patriots fall to 7 and 3. I think that's a big game. Yeah, it's it's a big game for Patriots and one up, but um let's give credit to Tennessee. Marcus Mayotte is playing very well. And um, Tennessee's defense is surprisingly playing well as well, too. So um, it's not just luck for Tennessee. They're, they're playing very good uh, football. Wanna. Well, they're well coached. Home field advantage, getting that one seed in the AFC. It looks like to me, I could be wrong, but it looks like this is the Chiefs uh, division here in the AFC conference is belongs to the Chiefs. And so it's going to be very tough to go into Arrowhead in January and pull out a win. So a big loss in the grass. 
Kansas City Chiefs have only lost one game, and they don't appear to be slowing down. So, the Patriots the rest of the season, Jason. What do you what do you think their problems are going to be? Um, the the Patriots' trouble is going to be its consistency. They they got to play consistent on the defense and on on the offensive side. And for KC, they go to Mexico City to play the Rams on Monday night. Yeah, so looking at the Patriots, at the Jets, they get a bye week this week. They got at the Jets, Minnesota at home, at Miami, at Pitt, home against Buffalo and the Jets. So I'm looking for them to finish about 11-5 and five probably, 10-6 uh, and six at the worst. That's not going to be good enough to get home field advantage. And so I, I just look at them right now. They're in, they're in some trouble in the AFC and not, not – Right now, the way they're playing and getting a win. So, looking at that game, that's a big one this week. Kansas City uh, played at home today. They got a they got a nice little win. I'm getting some static, so I'm gonna have to mute you for a minute, Jason. They got a nice uh, at home. They didn't cover the spread. They just kind of went through the motions. And uh, playing the Cardinals, it's kind of hard to get up for it. So they did. They came, they called, they conquered. Uh, Cleveland Browns with a huge win today at home. They go 3-6-1. They beat the Falcons 28-16, to knocking the Falcons down to 4-5. and five. That's not real good considering you're in the same division with the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. So the Falcons would like to just on tilt, really. Uh, the schedule doesn't get any easier. So, looking at the Falcons, you can say sidebar to the Falcons, guys. This defense is pathetic. Baker Mayfield goes off today. Nick Chubb, 20 rushes, 176 and a touchdown. Baker Mayfield with three touchdowns with a, with a win. The Chargers take care of their Raiders. Probably a six and a half point favorite, but they beat the Bengals fifty one to fourteen. the Panthers on Thursday night football, they got their eyes beat in fifty two twenty one by the Steelers. Uh the Steelers look like they're starting to play the kind of football it's gonna take to play well in December and January. So it will interesting to see how the Carolina Panthers come off that loss. Uh, not a good day for Cam Newton, but there was some bad, bad officiating in this game. But that's not worth 30 points that they got beat by. So the next trip, Detroit for Carolina, then they're home against Seattle. Uh, I think they win both of those games. Uh, at Tampa Bay, I think Tampa Bay's checked out. At Cleveland, December 9th, could be an interesting game. Uh, Cleveland's starting to play very well. And then you get your next your next four or your next three games or two against New Orleans and one against Atlanta. So I think the Panthers are going to end up probably like eleven and five, ten and six. They will be a wild card. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna come back and beat the New Orleans Saints. So we'll we'll see how that one goes. Tonight's game, uh, the Cowboys visit the Eagles. I like the Eagles in this game. I don't see a way that that the Cowboys are going to go on the road with the Eagles coming off a bye and getting this win. I could be wrong, Jason. I know you're a you're a Dallas Cowboy fan and all, but it's going to be hard, buddy, to do it. College basketball is back in back in swing now. We had a a nice couple games. The Auburn Tigers look good. They're they won pretty easy against uh, Washington, a ranked team, and then they won a game before that. But Duke, my God, at Duke, they came in, played Kentucky. Kentucky was actually a favorite in this ball game, and they beat them. I mean, they just crushed them, I think, by about 20 or 30 points. 
so it's going to be interesting to see college basketball this this year how it all how it all happens. I'm trying to pull up the rankings right now for college basketball and see if they've been updated at all, but they haven't. The AP's got Kansas one, Kentucky two, Gonzaga three, and Duke four. I think Duke's going to shoot up to number one. Auburn is number eleven. They're going to be up in the top ten. I believe, but how far does Kentucky fall in the polls? It'll be interesting to find out. But before we get going, Jason, give me your thoughts about your Dallas Cowboys tonight on the road against the Eagles. Yeah, it's it's going to be a big um, win for that team in the green. Um, Dallas right now, they're, they're not playing well offensively. Um, not too sure if it's Dak or the offensive play card and it's just not clicking for the offense. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to have to cut the show short tonight, but I wanted to make sure I got on 45 minutes is better than, than no minutes. So I had to get the show in tonight. Uh, anything stand out to you in the NFL today? Anything you want to talk about? Um, like I said previously, I, I think Tennessee is a um, for real team, not because Mariota is the quarterback, but they're they're playing some good football, and that's going underneath the radar. What do you What do you think about the Washington Redskins going on the road in Tampa, only putting up three points? I mean, has that team quit or what? How far? How long is it till their coach gets fired here? I mean, this is a pathetic performance at home. To lose sixteen to three, I don't know. I mean, I think it's time for a change in Tampa. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a change in Tampa. I think Dirk Carter will get fired. Um, that offense had five hundred yards and only three points. Um, that's just unacceptable. Um, a lot of chances gone to the wayside. Yeah, and and guess what? Guess what? You look up. The Indianapolis Colts started what one and five or something, and and now they're sitting at five hundred. What do you think about Andrew Luck and this Colts team? They can actually protect Andrew Luck. The defense is playing lights out, and is Indianapolis in the NFC? Yeah, the the Colts the the Colts are a very good team. That NFC South at the beginning of the year, you look at it. And kind of laugh at it, but right now with the Titans playing good, the Colts and the Texans coming off the bye, that AFC South is going to be a fun race to us. Yeah, let's look at that AFC South real quick. Houston is six and three. Um, they've won six in a row. They started zero and three. I don't think a team's ever made the playoffs starting zero and three. Uh, Tennessee five and four, Indy four and five, and I don't know if these have been updated or not. I think they have. Uh, Jacksonville three and six. I mean, how bad is Jacksonville right now? Losing five straight. I mean, to me, they're out of this race. They're out of the divisional race because the other three teams ahead of them are on winning streaks. You got the Colts with a three-game winning streak, the Titans with a two-game streak, and Houston with six. So you tell me, is Jacksonville eliminated from the playoffs in your mind? Yeah, I think I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are eliminated. Um, and they gave a big contract to Blake Borders, and I don't know why. Um, that that's stuck with that quarterback too. So it's going to be long years for Jacksonville. And uh, in the AFC North. I think Pittsburgh, to me, is all by themselves. Cincinnati sucks. Uh, they get blown out today at home by the Saints. Uh, Baltimore, it looks like Harbaugh is not going to be the coach going forward after this year. They've lost three in a row. Cleveland is is a team that's three and six. What do you think about the Browns sneaking up this year and ending up finishing second in this division? Well, they they can. They they've been in most most of the bargains that they have played. So one or two plays that they make right, they could turn those L's to W's. 
Yeah, hell, if they if they had a kicker, they'd probably be five four and one right now instead of yep. three six and one. But but the way they play the Falcons, Baker Mayfield is the real deal. But what do you think about Chubb? The way he's come on as a running back, man, he had almost two hundred yards today against the Falcons in a big win. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Chubb played very well. If you started him in the fantasy, you're very happy. I did. I started him. And uh, very happy right now. Looking at the NFC South, the Saints, I just, I don't think that, I don't think that anybody's going to beat the Saints out of that division. I don't think, I don't think they're going to be able to, I don't know how Tampa, by the way, to start with, but the Carolina Panthers are two games back of them with two games against them. Any chance Carolina can beat the Saints twice? Um, on Wednesday, I, I felt, yeah, that was a possibility, but I lost Thursday, and um, I'm, I'm really thinking that's the Saints division to win, especially with the Panthers yeah. laying an egg and the Falcons laying a bigger egg in the Cleveland. Yeah. So I think I think the Carolina Panthers are gonna make them how many wild cards are there? Are there two two wild cards? The football there's two. There's two. Okay, so right now if you look at it, um I don't think the Redskins have what it takes. I think the Eagles are gonna take that division. I think Chicago and Minnesota, so one of those will be a wild card right there. And I think the other wild card will probably be the Carolina Panthers. Don't you think? Continue to be yeah, consistent, that's, that's, and uh, I think they'll make it. Yeah. But, yeah, but there's a lot of football left good. to be played. There's a lot of football left to be played, though. So, Carolina, I'm interested to see, did they just not want to be there Thursday night on the road? Did Pittsburgh just come out and play, you know, pants on fire, really. Um, it's kind of hard to judge a Thursday night game. It really is. It's, Carolina has not fared well on Thursday nights in the past. I'm interested to see how they bounce back on the road against Detroit. They need to win that game, and then they, they play a home game against Seattle. They need to win both of those games to to go 8-3. and three. And I think just about almost guarantees them getting into the postseason somehow. But they can't start losing games like Detroit and Seattle and expecting to to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's exactly why the Panthers they have to beat the teams that they should beat. Yeah. You may lose both games in New Orleans, that's fine. You gotta beat Atlanta, you gotta beat Tampa, you gotta beat Detroit, you gotta beat Seattle. You lose twice the rest of the year. Uh, you're 11 and five. You're, you're a pretty good team, and you just gotta hope you can you can beat the Saints. Right now, the Saints look unbeatable. I mean, they look unbeatable. The way they beat the Rams last week, um, I could easily sit here and project the Saints and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But one thing about the Chiefs, Jason, I don't like is that defense at times. That could be a problem in the playoffs. Uh, the Chargers are looking like a team. You know, you'd think that Kansas City would run away with it being 9-1, and one, but the Chargers are sitting here 7-2 and two with their only losses being to Kansas City and the Rams right now. So don't ignore, don't, don't ignore the Chargers right now. Yeah, the, the Chargers are a very good team, and they're just waiting in the reeds for that second um, Kansas City game in the airhead coming up. Yeah, I don't think they're going to lose. I don't think they're going to win that game, but, hey, you never know. Kansas City's only loss was an overtime thriller against New England, and they actually look like the better team. But what I'm saying about New England, you got to watch out because one of the things New England's always got to do, they got to go through Foxborough and get in the playoffs and make the Super Bowl. They're not going to the Super Bowl this year if they're having to go on the road to possibly Pittsburgh, possibly Kansas City, possibly the Chargers. They're not going to win. Do you agree with that? They're not going to not have to make the Super Bowl this year. 
Yeah, I, I don't think the Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I know Tom Brady's played um, really good, but he is 41, and um, eventually that body's going to break down. Well, I'm 42, and that breaks down sometimes. I don't play football. So uh, well, well, let's look at some at of the home. spreads. Uh, you're right about that. Let's look at some of the spreads next week. Um, the NFL, the Seahawks are favored three over the Packers in Seattle. Um, Michigan, 27 and a half over Indiana. I'm just trying to stop games that matter. Um, let's go to the NFL. College, there's not really many good games in there in college next week. But let's see, Carolina's favorite three and a half at Detroit. Dallas plays Atlanta. There's no spread on that yet. The Bears at home favorite three over the Vikings. The Colts favorite three at home over the Titans. Houston on the road favorite two and a half over Washington. Uh, the Chargers at home favorite seven over the Broncos. The Steelers, here's a good bet for you. The Steelers favored five at Jacksonville. Why in the world is that line only five? I have no idea. And let me give you this a possible Super Bowl preview. Kansas City goes on the road to play the Rams. The Rams are two and a half points. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Who are you going to take? What about um, I'm going to take Casey. I, I think the offense is a little bit better um, with the Rams. And uh, like I said before, that game is in Mexico City. So. Yep. Well, all right, everyone. Get the podcast, Jason. Thanks for joining me bringing your knowledge and expertise of football into the show. Go enjoy your Dallas Cowboys game. I know uh, I just need 50-4 in the first half. If they can just be up by a touchdown at half, I'll be good with it. For the Cowboys to win it. How does that sound? All right, that sounds good. <laughs> I'm keeping them open to mind. <laughs> uh... All right. So, everybody take care. Enjoy your week, and we'll see you Sunday night. Thank you.